Hello, my name is Victor Solis, and this is Finding My Fit at 40. You might be asking yourself, what does Finding My Fit at 40 mean? Well, let me explain. I just turned 40 years old, and I decided it's time to make some life changes. And one of those life changes that I decided to do is get myself in the shape. Now, I haven't done really well getting myself in the shape in the past, so I decided this time to do it a little differently. And I enlisted the help of a good buddy of mine, Mike the Bear Bearski. He's a fitness coach. He's going to walk me through this. He's set up a program for me that we're going to follow. And we're going to attempt to reach my goals that we've set. Now, I know having a fitness coach makes this journey a lot easier if, than doing it yourself. But that's why we're here. We want to talk about taking this journey. We want to talk about the successes, the struggles. And throughout that process, hopefully bring things up that will be helpful and beneficial to you listening. Things that you can do to succeed. So let's start things out here with some introductions. As I said earlier, my name is Victor Solis. I am a singer-songwriter local musician out of Savannah, Georgia. I play in a band called Keystone Postcard. You can check us out at keystonepostcard.com. And also sitting beside me, I have Mike the Bear Bearski. He'll be with us every week. So Mike, if you could, could you give us a little, say something a little about yourself? Sure. Uh, I retired after 20 years as a helicopter rescue swimmer in the Coast Guard. So the fitness thing was kind of a natural transition. That last probably 10 years or so, I've been helping people pretty much kind of set up workouts and offering advice because my passion was sort of just digging into the body, the nutrition, the science, the the training aspects. Because after spending, you know, half of my career prior to that, just beating the crap out of my body, just because I thought that's what I was supposed to do. Aches and pains, normal. Yeah. I, I decided it was time to really dig in a little bit more and figure out what I was doing is this the most efficient way to do things? And, and then I just got really good at, at teaching that to other people at that point. Realized on accident that I had a passion for it. And it was a very, very easy transition once I retired to keep on doing it. To keep on doing it. Though. Yeah. Awesome. So we're going to take that experience of Mr. Mike Bearski here. And uh, we're going to take the fact that I am a musician who doesn't do a whole lot of physical activity. <laughs> uh, a little background on me. Uh, my name is Victor Solis. I am singer, songwriter, uh, frontman for the band Keystone Postcard out of Savannah, Georgia, and do also solo musician as well. And I used to be an athlete. I was a varsity soccer player in high school. Um, I don't know what that means now, but <laughs> I stayed decently in shape in the college. And then in college, I discovered the guitar. And it, I, I'd like to say my fitness was all downhill from there because, you know, it's not really active strumming a guitar. It's not doesn't give you the same the same calisthenics or the same, uh, you know, intensity. needed. Yeah. yeah. Intensity. That's a yeah. good one. So I discovered the guitar, became a musician and things weren't even that bad until I started having kids and started trying to play with my kids and it was getting harder and harder uh my wife and i had kids a little bit later um and this year i turned 40 and also i had just gone through a bout with my voice um i had a major voice issue and for somebody who uses their voice for a living it was quite a scary moment i fought a little bit of being depressed and in the time of having a struggle with my voice and not being able to have an income and stuff, I guess I kind of turned to food as comfort as most people do. 
Uh, that and I really enjoy food. <laughs> <laughs> but I found myself eating crap that wasn't even enjoyable, like yeah. candy. Like, I don't even really like candy, but it was there, and I was just like, I'm shoving it in my face. It's emotional what, eating. What, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and so I uh, put on even more weight, the heaviest I've ever been, and decided it was time to make a change. And I said this uh, um, on a video. We, we went live on the Keystone Postcard uh, site on Facebook, and I said I was tired of, of this statement well, I need to do this, or I'm, I'm going to do this, or my plan is to do, instead of saying I'm going, I'm going, and eventually, eventually, I wanted to take control of it and just say now is the time, and I'm doing it. And I know Mike and I, Mike and I have met a, a few months back, shooting pool, and um, one of us shooting well, the other one being me. We'll let you, let's <laughs> gonna say, we'll let them decide who's who. Um, but I met Mike a few months back and Mike is super passionate about what he does and talks about it openly all the time. We were discussing and it just lit that fire in me that I'm like, you know, it, it, I, I discussed, we had talked outside about making a change and yeah. doing something. And then me being who I am decided, why don't we do this for more people to be able to hear and experience yeah. and kind of walk through this process? Because I know personally I don't feel like I can relate to a lot of people because it's always, and please don't take any offense to this, but it's always guys like you are in great shape talking about getting in shape. And I'm like, screw you. Look what you look like. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's hard to relate to that when you don't I look do. like that. I do. Yeah. I do. And that, that's the, a common misconception too, is that it's, it's easy for somebody who's already in shape. And that's why, and I'll highlight, I'll highlight this at some point, but uh, the beginning of this year, I had done a, a fit to fat, to taking my time to getting back to fit. Because I'll, I'll hear that, how it's so easy for you. Well, no, look, I, I can actually get fat and gain weight and oh, I, miserable amount of side effects that came from it. And then, you know, the emotional impact that that has on top of that as well. So this is, this is all premeditated. You know, I have to put in the time. And then I enjoy teaching people how they can put in that time for themselves. So I, I get the mindset. And I've been a victim of that mindset multiple times. Yeah. That's also why I don't get too salesy. When we had talked initially that mm -hmm. couple months back about your interest, I, I'll talk to you all damn day, but I'm not going to try and push it on you because there's a certain time when people are actually ready to be coached or to invest in themselves and to kind of start that journey. And pushing somebody into it ahead of time is not going to be good for either one of us. Yeah, I've been really, um, Becky, my wife, and, and I have been really in this trying to change our mindset of mm -hmm. like investing in ourselves yeah because like you're i mean we're in front of people all the time singing songs and strumming instruments and it so our bodies are part of how we make a living it's but part of your advertising everybody's yeah. bodies is how they make a living because right. if you can't function like so this idea of investing in yourself like it's a kind of a hard concept it's a societal mm -hmm. like i don't know like it's not a societal norm, I guess, is what I was. No, it's not. Because yeah. everybody, again, we're in the day and age of, of Amazon. And don't get me wrong, I'm on Amazon all the time. But <laughs> but Love me we want Amazon. it. Yeah, we want it now. We want fast change. And everything people yeah. are being sold on a regular basis, too, is this is, you know, this is your workout for a six pack in 30 days. This is, you know, change your health in 30 days. I'm even seeing magazines at the grocery store that are talking about losing 35 pounds in 30 days. You literally have to not eat 
anything for 30 days for the science of that to even partially work out. Nobody's going to go on a 30-day fast. So that's one of the other things I'm excited about with this is we're going to talk a little bit about the science of it. For yeah. me, I'm always one of those guys who wants to understand why. Don't yeah. just tell me, do this, because yeah. like, okay, but why am I doing this? Right. And then when it makes sense, I'm like, oh, and that's how I can get my brain wrapped around it. So that was one of the other things that sold me when we started talking is you getting into the, some of the science of how this works and this. So for me personally, like – seeing seeing the work and what like it's like doing a math problem i don't i didn't want just the answer right. i wanted to be able to see the work and how Absolutely. i got to that answer and that for some reason in my brain works a little bit better that it makes more sense yeah and i, I tend to geek out on the science as well and to so. me that's that's an important factor when i start talking to somebody about it and even start working with somebody i don't want somebody paying me forever i, I don't yeah so if you're asking questions and you're learning as we go when you're ready to fly on your own I'm going to welcome that for you. Yeah. I really am. It means you did your job. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. So, um, getting us a little bit back on track here, we're doing this podcast for that follow this journey. Uh, I wanted We wanted to see something that was a little bit different and a little bit more approachable. And we're going to try and be as absolutely open transparent. And, and transparent yeah. as we can about this whole process. Um, I was talking with Mike a little bit before. I just took photos yesterday of my pre-photos, which um, eventually we're going to set up our social media. Um, I th I'll probably release them on my own personal social media yeah. soon and probably on yours yep, as well. 100%. Um, and taking those photos was a little brutal, man. Yeah. It was I, – I, and the background, I'm not – I don't feel bad about myself the way yeah. I am. I'm not happy with it, but I'm not like, oh, woe is me. I, I don't feel like I'm grotesquely overweight. I think I'm pretty overweight, but I still like I'm a pretty confident guy in general. Yeah. But taking these photos and being like, OK, let's put this out of me without a shirt so people can see all this stuff and see what it looks like. It was tougher than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be pretty easy it's, to it, be. It's a level of openness and transparency that, that most people aren't used to. And, and you're right. You are a confident, comfortable guy in your own yeah. skin. That doesn't mean you can't seek growth just like you do with everything else. You know, it, it's seeking improvement, seeking growth. And, and exploring that kind of vulnerability is not easy for anybody. It doesn't really matter how confident you are. I, I, I still feel a little, this is going to sound really silly to people, but I still feel a little off sometimes when I put myself on camera shirtless. But my body is my business, so yeah. I do need to be transparent about that and put that out too, even when I don't feel as shredded as compared to you know everybody else on, on Instagram. But that's that's what social media Those does. Those are filters, Mike. Yeah. Those <laughs> Which I don't use, by the way. That's the level of transparency I'm trying to push yeah, for. Yeah, you. Yeah. I'm 41. I have zero interest in filters at this point. If if you know you're trying to to seek something and, and reach something, and I can help you do that by being transparent. That's what I'm going to feel better about than, than putting on the million filters that are out there. All right. So going through this process, I found you – sounds funny. found you at a bar shooting <laughs> pool. Um, but I wanted to ask you for the people that are listening is why find a coach? Why not try to do it myself? What's the benefit of having a coach and then on to – follow that question is if you do decide then that you really want to coach how do you go about even finding one all great questions um the the why the short and simple answer to that one is is 
you have your own passions, you have your own drives, you have your own things that you're interested in. So to pack on something extra on top of that can be a little overwhelming. And by approaching somebody that you, and we'll get into to what it takes to, to find one that is a good coach to work with for you specifically, um, they're gonna cut 15, 20 years off of your learning curve that are mistakes that they made while chasing down their passions. So it, it just drastically cuts down that learning curve. It, it kind of removes the decision paralysis because you can find you know, thousands of workout programs and diets and things that are online for free. So when you start looking through those, now in your head, you're like, okay, what's the best one? Okay, I'll try this one for a week. It didn't work. A week's too short of a time for one. So, so getting into a coach and having somebody who can kind of custom build something with you and work with you to, to adjust what needs to be adjusted in your lifestyle without cutting out everything you love is extremely important. So my question then too is because coaches aren't free no. is you personally what do you what do you recommend for people like what is a comfortable range in that because it again this goes back to what we were talking about investing mm -hmm. in yourself yep. it, and that's where we got to um and again an open transparency uh mike and i are doing this podcast together but i'm also paying mike to be my fitness yep. coach because i it's he it's his job it's what he mm -hmm. does so we're setting it up and doing it like we would because this is I want it to be authentic and real and I want but how does somebody go about because I had never even thought about really using right. a fitness coach so how do you judge what's a, a good range or what you should spend or if it's worth it right well I'll, I'll tell you right now it's always worth it it's absolutely always worth investing in yourself it, it really does come down to where you're at, what you're willing to invest, and what the right amount is. Um, and, and I love that we've, we've talked previously, when we even talked about doing this, we got into the psychology a little bit of things. Yeah. And it's just one of those facts about human nature is that we vote for the things we care about with our dollars. We just do. The things that we get for, for cheap or for free, think about the last thing you got for free or for cheap. We don't respect them. And it's not enough to keep somebody accountable. So that's, that's a longer way about coming around to a direct answer. When it comes to investing in yourself, it's going to have to sting a little bit. That's kind of what I've had in my head for a little while. And I use a sliding scale. I'm not trying to get rich off of this and I just kind of want to help, but I've done too many free and cheap programs that don't work. It's a waste of everybody's time. So for somebody who's going out there and looking for coaching, you have options. You can go for cheap, which you're going to get what you pay for. You can go for the absolute best online, which when I say best, you're looking at a, a well-known name who has thousands of followers and transformations and things like that. But at that level, you're going to pay a lot of money and you're going to get handed off to somebody on their team. So yeah. it, it's, it, it's a level of investment that you are just slightly uncomfortable with, essentially. But you, if you look at it, most people will invest more in their car per month than they will in themselves. Your car's not gonna be with you for the rest of your life. Your body will. So on a short term, investing in yourself, it might be a little expensive, but it's gonna pay off in dividends long term. So somewhere in the middle of cheapest and best, it really, really, really does depend on where you're at and if you can afford to invest in yourself at that point. And if you can't, then you might have to go cheap to learn something, or you might have to develop a slightly new passion as you chase down information. 
Fair. And so now you've decided that this is something you want to do. And you've decided, I kind of, like, how, how do you actually go about, are there, I know nothing about this. Yeah. So is there, like, a database that, like, how do you get your name out, like, other than meeting people playing pool? How do you, how do you get That's out? It's worked once. It's worked <laughs> once. All right. Fair. Fair. Um, but, like, so, honestly, so, like, how do you, how can people find you? A lot of times I, I find people through social media. Um, I, I don't use hashtags a lot because I'm not really trying to put myself out to the masses. Uh, I don't have a team. I don't want a team. I like working by myself and I like taking a smaller amount of people that I can cap and provide the most value to. So for me, social media is where I, I tend to, to find people, word of mouth. Um. So how does somebody who wants to find the like, an equivalent of you for where they're at or if they're in another part of the country, like how do you work with people that are not local? Absolutely. Because um, basically my, my entire moniker is an online fitness and nutrition coach. So the vast majority of my clientele are scattered around a little bit. Oh, okay. um, and, and I prefer it that way, honestly. I, I yeah. don't often work with friends and family because of the fact I have a hard time charging, one, what I'm worth, and two, um, what I know it'll take for them to be accountable to the program. So that's been a struggle of mine as you know, an independent contractor, if you will, uh, running my own business. Uh, but that's, that's generally tends to be how I'm found, is social media. Um, and that's kind of somebody's first step. When it comes to, to you looking for your own coach, you, you've decided that this is the time and you do wanna invest. You're unsure exactly how much you wanna to talk to somebody, you're already following somebody on Instagram or Facebook. You've yeah. already started kind of accruing like, oh, that's a cool workout or, oh, this person gives really good advice. You're following that person. And the biggest thing that you should look for when looking for that coach now that you're really, really trying to hone in is the biggest one for me is transparency. Again, it, it's one of my, my principles with my social media. So if somebody's being transparent on their social media and you are resonating with what they're putting out there, um, you like the way they do things. You 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 know like how they kind of approach their training, and they've developed, you've developed trust in in what they're saying and what they're pushing. That's the first step. Now open up a dialogue. Like they're they're ready for you to reach out to them. That's that's just what we do. It's their business. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I love when people reach out to you, even if it's just a question. I I don't look at people anymore as a potential client. I'll just have conversations and. You may not know this about me, but I'm fairly long-winded. So. <laughs> I think we'll find that out. We'll see. We'll I think see. you're finding out right now, yeah. actually, as we speak. This is real time. <laughs> so I enjoy talking about the process. And I will talk to somebody all day. If they've got questions, I'm going to answer them. The only thing I charge for is taking complete accountability for somebody's programming. That's it. So don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to see what somebody's got going on. You know, I, I even had to reach out and find my own coach because I, I know how to train people. And um, I'm very, very good at, at picking up movement imbalances and finding what somebody needs and changing things. And I love the coaching aspect. But I hired a mentor, um, two different mentorship programs in order to find out how to put myself out online and do it smoothly and develop and, you know, provide value and things like that. So I, I don't have much sympathy for somebody who's not 
willing to invest in themselves. Not being in the right spot, sure. You need help, sure, and this isn't the right time for you. That I can sympathize for. But somebody's not willing to, I, I did it. You know, I, I put myself in some debt in order to do so. I won't ask somebody who's, you know, needs coaching to put themselves in debt. Yeah. I get a return on my investment. You'll get one, you know, a monetary return on my investment. Yeah, 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 yeah. You won't. You'll get paid in dividends with how you feel and how you look and confidence and, and all that. But I, I'm not going to ask somebody to go in debt. And that's one of the biggest things that mentorship programs will push you to do. Oh, go, go, go get a PayPal account. This is 0% interest. Or you can put this on your credit card. Is it really worth it to you? There's a lot of sales tactics. And some of them have, have benefits to them. But I, have, I had a problem. And I didn't resonate with that. So it's going to come down to the cost. You're going to get a sales pitch with a lot of people you reach out to. It's what we in the business are trained to do. If you've gone to, to get a mentorship you know, program done, you're going to get a sales pitch. And you're going to get a price. And it's going to be high, at least higher than you think. But if you start pricing out what it costs you to go to a gym, spending anywhere from $60 to $90 an hour to get trained in gym, and then that's it. Yeah, okay, you're getting some workouts for the week, but you aren't necessarily learning your lifelong path to change. Um, you're not getting the the nutrition aspect. You're not getting the messaging. You're not getting the accountability. So, I have to say that is the one thing that I've noticed. So that we we just started this program. Um, this is going to be the first week mm -hmm. of me going into this. That's why we're doing this as an intro into why and how we got to yep. where we are. Um, and we, uh, so, sorry, our video camera just cut off. Um, so this is going to be our intro into why we're here and what we're doing. Um, but one of the things that I did really like uh, about you was that it is that like almost all encompassing thing mm -hmm. of it's not just taking you to the gym and being like here's your workouts right or you got to do don't eat this and don't like but it's it seems it's more about actually learning it and becoming right. your life like it becoming a new a, a new every day a new um like a, a new way of life it is it is yeah. and that's not and you know going back to that it's not I'm not saying anything against in-person personal trainers. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's that's a, a time-tested paradigm. It's it's been there. It's yeah, set yeah. up, and it does help people learn proper movement, and and does teach exercises and things like that. But the way it's starting to become online, if it's done well, just like you said, it's you're taking me home with you as far as that goes. And and there is oversight and accountability, and you know I'm keeping track, and you know that you can reach out and ask questions. So nothing is left for you to fail at for the most part. You know, you, you do this. And if it works, great. If there's something you don't resonate with, let's change it in real time. So with that being said, how do you go about then at, on for you building a plan? Um, so I recently, like I said, just started with you and got a awesome book, which I got to read a little bit about with the intro. I didn't get too deep into it. Um, it's called Cook Once, Eat All Week. And... I was looking, it's meal prepping, yep. but I'll tell you what, I've seen meal prepping before. I've had a roommate who used to meal meal yeah. prep and they would, it, it made me laugh because in the intro they're talking about how you usually take a Sunday and you cook all day on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. And then, but she was like, the the author of this is basically like, yeah, but then you're eating leftovers for an entire week right. of these meals. And 
that was always for me. I'm like, I'm not going to, I don't want to cook all day and have everything stacked in Tupperwares and like, um, and I'm a foodie. So yeah. like I, I enjoy cooking as well. And I enjoy having a fresh, bright meal, not something I just nuked in. Like if I, right. you know what I mean? So not that that can't be good, but it's, there's definitely a difference. It's, to th- it. There's a mindset. And again, a, a psychology to it. There are plenty of people that it works. You meal prep and eat the same stuff all week. It works yeah, because yeah, you've got everything people. set up for calories, macro content, whatever you're trying to do. Yeah. But there's a select few that can do that. And then not only do it, but do it for the rest of their lives. Like this, this is what we're building. And this is where I feel like a lot of the programs and diets that you go to online, they're extreme and they do work. The science of it absolutely works. But when you're done with it, now what? You, you've learned nothing. You haven't developed a lifestyle. So finding stuff like like that book, it it for people who don't really resonate with you know eating the same thing all week, it now gives you a different outlet to do that. So I guess that also answers my question about that book. But because uh, I was going to ask is why have you chosen the tools that you've chosen to use with your clients? Um, this book being one of them. Um, also a tripod that I, that you sent and a tape measure and a, uh, and then the resistance bands, the resistance band and the apps. That's that, right. Yeah. That you, so what about the, those things? Um, cause what trainer ease trainerize trainerize yep. trainerize. That's the name of the app and the, my fitness pal, mm-hmm. is that the other one? Um, I just set these up, so they're not stuck in my brain <laughs> yet. Don't worry. By the second or third episode, I'm going to be like right on it. Yep. Don't you worry. Since I was looking and I, after we're done here, I have to leave and go do a workout. <laughs> That's what my trainer told me. He did. So he did. could be my first workout today after this. So we're going to see how this goes. Um, but why those things? Why those things? Um, and the, the starter pack is something I've just, I've been fine tuning over the, the last uh, couple of months. The cookbook was the the newest edition, and again, for for just the meal prep aspect of it, it's it's not one of those things where you are cooking all day. The meals are, are quick, they're fresh, they're delicious. They look awesome. They are, they are, and it mostly covers dinner and you know leftovers here and there that, so that you that might use. Mainly what you eat out of that book. I do. Yeah, I do. Still. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because I'm still burning through it. I'm on like week four or something right now uh, and just still enjoying everything that comes up. Now, there are minor tweaks that will come to it. Um, I add extra seasonings for almost everything and I'll go one and a half to two times of protein. And, you know, at some other point, we'll, we'll dig into the importance of protein and why everybody's deficient. But uh, so so the book is is the newest edition. The uh, tripod that you can use with your phone and travel with, go to the gym, whatever. Again, a lot of my clients are not right around me. Um, I don't do a lot of in-person personal training. Now that I'm retired, I'll dig into a little bit more. Uh, now that I have this space set up in the house with a gym, I can do more movement assessments locally, but not there right now. Uh, so that's a way for people to set up record form on big exercises so that they can then send that to me and I can start to analyze form and movement breakdowns and things like that. Because you may be strong enough to push a weight but there's going to be a problem down the line with how you're moving and as you get heavier. Injury scales with load, apparently. Uh, well, it just does. Yeah. Um, the resistance bands, because every once in a while, you, especially you know, being a busy father and an entrepreneur, you might not have a chance to get to the gym. So I'll have 
workouts built up where you could still knock something out with resistance bands in home or as you're on the road, if you, the hotel doesn't have a gym, you have options. I like to leave people with options. I yeah. cover everything that I can. The apps, Trainerize was one that I had looked around for a while. Um, I wanted a personal training software that the ease of delivering was there, uh, being able to invoice through the software, being able to message through the software, being able to build out calendars for people. So again, everything's in there and, and accounted for. I can plug in habits for people on a daily basis that need them. Um, I have to say it was, so like I said, I've just newly dove into these. Mm -hmm. I've only been checking them out a little bit as I've had time. Um, but that's the whole thing is as I've had time, the going back, I, I guess backtracking just a little bit with what we were saying about why I have a fitness coach mm -hmm. for me I, I too I have that mentality of like well I can find all this online I can right. do whatever but already I had the app and you had me download it and I opened it and I was like oh oh so I have to do that like I don't have to think correct like I can shut off my brain and just do yep and that for me as somebody who uh, uh, like you just said is a, a father of two a husband and running a business and playing music and doing all and all these other things that I have my uh, my toe dipped in is really nice to just shut off my brain and be like oh yeah. cool like it's there all right oh that's on my schedule that's on my agenda today and I didn't have to use the brain power to create right. it the workout and to implement it into my routine like yeah. it's just kind of there like I I did feel a little bit of of like at ease with that which Good. i yeah Good. like i so today was the first day that I, I popped that open and i saw that and i was like oh i have to okay like it was just like okay that's just <laughs> i know i'm doing this journey so oh cool it's there not like so when am i gonna do this when should i pop right. this when am i gonna and that's just always i feel like no matter whether i have time or don't have time that franticness right. just takes over your brain. Of and, and I love the phrase, you know, shut off your brain. Because if you think about when you are, you, you can be a go-getter. You can do, you know, your typical research. Something breaks in the house, YouTube, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's that's just what we do. Totally. If you're, you're at all type YouTube. A or at all kind of a do-it-yourselfer, then your natural instinct was to go online and find, again, and I love this phrase, the best workout or the best <laughs> diet. Everybody wants that. They want yeah. the fastest route from, from A to B and that it just, it doesn't exist. Like the best workout program and diet and, you know, whatever for you is going to be different than it is for somebody else. And it's whatever you can do forever that gets you your results. So taking that, that kind of guesswork out and that decision paralysis, because you will have that decision paralysis while researching that and trying to fine tune what you're going to do. Yeah. That's like I was saying with the, about being those sentences of like, I need to yeah. eventually like that's yep. that decision yep. paralysis. Decision paralysis. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and yeah. we're all victims of it because we're looking for the best route. Fair, fair. All right. So that's why you decided to use those apps. Yes. Um, what so and, and my fitness of, pal was, I was say that's a, yeah. The last one is the my fitness pal. It's it's it seems to be the the most popular one, but it just has one of the biggest databases. I, I did like so a, that one. I haven't had a chance to look into. What is my fitness pal? What does it? What are the thing? What what do you get out of my fitness pal? That is going to basically allow you to one track everything you put in your face, uh, and two for me to see what you are putting in your face. So it's gonna basically like do I have to video myself eating. Is that what you mean? I mean, <laughs> I can touch on that. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. So that basically is gonna show me where you have nutrition gaps. 
Now, if, if you'll notice, and this is a big thing, and I'm very open about this, I provide you with a calorie goal that puts you on track for, for what you're trying to do, and I provide you with an overall protein intake because this is where the bro science actually hits the nail on the head. You have to have, there's a minimum amount of protein you have to have in order to be healthy, period. So those are the two main things that I focus on. Now, if I find that you're eating too low fat because you do have essential fatty acids, then again, that's something I can find nutrition-wise that this is a gap, now I will adjust this. So setting up everything, I'm going for the simplest, most or least amount of things to throw at you at one time, and then we'll build off from there if I see deficiencies. So that's why I like MyFitnessPal. It's just as a simple, efficient tracking of your overall calories, protein, and where you're getting those from i like and they, the they sync well with the trainer eyes i was I, I like the idea too that uh like i said i'm new to all this that having a fitness coach i'm not keeping track of it and then have to send it all to you right on top of like right. I, I, the keeping track is sending it to you mm-hmm. like once it's put in there you can see all of that yeah. stuff yep so and that's also a little on the uh vulnerability side here it's a little weird like be like, oh man, he can see. Like, you, got, I gotta do it. I gotta make sure I'm on this because right. he can see what I right. did, what I didn't do, and who wants to be the guy who's like, so this is why I didn't do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Especially because you're also spending money on it. For me, right. I'm cheap, so when I spend money on something, I want to get value out right. of what I'm spending money on. Right. So, um, I get completely understand again backtracking why that makes sense. So and that and that all stacks on to the accountability factor. Yeah, it, it does. the The investment itself is accountability factor. Knowing that I'm watching what you're doing is an accountability factor. Now, it's important to tag onto that. My oversight is not judgment. Okay. If you if you miss a day here, or you have to move something, or you've eaten a bad food, which again something we'll touch on at a different part. No no such thing. And I. I I've known you for, like I said, a little while now. And so I, I get that, but it's that's still in my head. It is. It's in everybody's head. Yeah, that's it's, still it's in my brain that that's so what it is. Much. He's like, oh, man, he must think this. Even though, like... You just watched me eat an entire pizza and drink <laughs> eight beers with you while we're playing pool. Yeah, so... Yeah, but I'm still like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, like I said, it's in my head. So, but anyway, moving on from this. So we use all those tools. Those yep. are the tools that you've used. Yep. So now how do you go about... I mean, we just started mine. How do you go about yeah. building a planet? And we didn't really, like I said, I kind of looked in the app a little bit, but I didn't really even look like what things are in my plan because I wanted to try and be as open as we could here yep. and I yep. couldn't kind of experience it with everybody listening. So how do you go about building a plan for somebody? What are the things you look at? And you've used this term before and I actually had to look it up before well, after we talked last time, but the term macros. I did not okay. know what that term meant. Okay. So can you describe that term for me and then okay. tell me what you do to create a plan for somebody? Okay. All right, I mean, I'll start with the macros. Yeah, all right. Macros are short for macronutrients. Okay. So your macronutrients are your protein, carbs, and fat. And I kick fiber into the mix too because of how important it is. Your micronutrients, uh, your micros are gonna be your vitamins and minerals. So all those are, are important obviously, but the macros are what we focus on for creating the calorie deficit and making sure that the body is pulling from fat stores as opposed to muscle and connective tissue. Um, this is one of the things I'm, I'm the most proud of because when I first started coaching, and this, this would be quick to answer your question, yeah, yeah, it does totally. tie together. Uh, when I first started coaching, I knew what somebody needed to do. I know what you need to do. 
You need to do what I did. This worked for me. Just do this workout just what I and did, yeah. eat at a calorie deficit, wash, and you're golden. Just wash, do this. rinse, repeat. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, why are these people not doing this? And again, it, it comes back down to the the psychology of training and somebody's lifestyle. And I was a single guy at that point. I had all the time in the world to work out. Yeah, I was you know a rescue swimmer in the Coast Guard. I got paid to work out. So it's different for me than it is for somebody else. So yes, while this program would work, it's not going to work for you long term. So the, the pride I have in, in what I do is that everything I do is custom. I don't get a new client and be like, ah, here's your cookie cutter program, just go out and do this. So I, I have a starter questionnaire and I get background information and I wanna know about previous injuries and I wanna know about training experience because somebody who's just starting lifting is, gonna, is not gonna be able to handle as much volume or intensity as somebody who's been lifting for 10 years. Yeah. So. All of those things impact how we build a program for you. And beyond that, you know, how well have you been eating for, for this amount of time? Do you know much about macros and... I didn't even know what the word was. Right, so, and that's, yeah. that's my point. Yeah. So all of those questions kind of get put into the mix before I design a program. Now, every program that I build is going to be built around compound movements for the exercise portion. So we're looking at deadlifts. And a compound movement Compound is, is a multi-joint movement. Okay. So like if you could look at a bicep curl as a, you know, single joint movement, it's more of an accessory exercise. You're using as few muscles as possible to get just that one job done. Whereas if you look at a deadlift, you know, picking the bar up from the ground, you're using everything you've got, you know, core to stabilize, your legs to push, your upper body to pull and stabilize. So the more muscle groups we get involved in those movements, the more functionally strong you are, um, you know, and, and the more we are able to tax the body to create some sort of an adaptation. So are compound moves better than singular moves or is... In my opinion, yes. Okay. 100% yes. The accessory movements for somebody who is not trying to hop on stage or is just kind of a, a beginning trainee doesn't need much accessory work. Now... Really? Yes. There is some benefit psychologically to putting accessory work in there, which you'll see in your program. I do have some. It's going to be towards the end of the pro or towards the end of the workout. It's going to be a little bit higher rep, so you get to feel the burn. Okay, because then in your head you're like, okay, now I'm really doing something. Whereas the other, the the meat of your workout was say the deadlift, which gets your entire body movement. You're not going to be sweating a lot there. Your heart rate may get up for sure, especially as we get you lifting heavier. But you're not going to feel super super taxed. However, you're going to get stronger from one week to the next just from doing two maybe three sets of a big compound move without just beating the shit out of your body yeah so that's the benefit to that um but everything so I've is around those compound movements because the the little bit that i do know i was always told you know you got to do your curls you got to do like curls for the girls your, your yeah curls for the <laughs> and the the your, the leg lifts or whatever you were straight your leg, yep. leg, extensions, leg extensions that was it yep. like the certain things like and that was it like there wasn't like a whole lot of as you put a compound i, yeah. I don't even remember doing any of that stuff i did a little right. bit of lifting uh, and i very minimal amount of lifting when i was playing soccer and stuff um we ran more than anything else of course yeah, yeah. but i guess that would be a compound movement though running is that considered compound it is a compound movement i suppose um but usually that the term is is applied to lifting weights resistance you, training resistance. itself okay yep. fair fair okay all right. So, sorry, I interrupted you no, there with okay. the building of the uh, plan. Yep. And so you do 
So again, I, I'll build around the compound movements. Now, a okay. lot of people are like, well, you know, I, I can't squat all the way down or I can't bend over far enough to get that. Like hip musculature is tight or I have a previous injury. So I can't do these things. Uh, there's a very low percentage of people who cannot do these things. We just have to find a way for you to do these things. This might be when you first start squatting and, and loading the back to, to squat down, you may only do a quarter rep and then it's like, ah, it's too tight. This is my range of motion. Okay, that's your range of motion. We have still worked all of your musculature because squats are still a full body move, just not through the, the rep range that we will eventually get you to. It's all about those small improvements as you go, but you're still working your whole body in that shot. You are still forcing the body to adapt to loading your entire spine, which elevates, increases postural musculature, does tax the legs, tax the upper body to stabilize. This is why compound moves are so important. Deadlift, you can't get all the way over in a safe position. Guess what? We elevate the bar. Okay, so you don't have to bend over as far, but you're still loading the whole bar. So your full range of motion may not be somebody else's and, and vice versa. Um, that's something that having a coach for helps. So if you go online and just buy a workout program that it tells you to do deadlifts. deadlifts and you look up how to do deadlifts and you go in and you hurt yourself, it's because you didn't have somebody to tell you how to do it properly or for you. Or what can yeah. to tweak for you. Yeah, because like we've talked, when, when building this workout, that, which by the way, I, I did really like the questionnaire as I went through. Um, I did, it was pretty, I felt like it was pretty comprehensive Good. In, Good. In, in that. Um, but one of the things that it said is like, previous injuries like you said mm -hmm. and i do have a, a knee that bothers me right. from it's, it was a racquetball injury actually mm -hmm. um i was playing racquetball and i went to stop and it just kind of gave yeah. and ever since then it's been like not working right um but anyway so i had never even heard for deadlift that you could like obviously i'm familiar with that workout right i've seen it and stuff but that a way to make it less to make it easier, I guess, or easier on your yeah. body. Yeah, easier, easier on your body for where bit. your body's at, yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah. It just it makes it a safe move, if you will. Um, and there's there's different ways to do it. There's there's sumo deadlift for, you know, if somebody's got some back pain. Um, it allows you to, to have a more upright posture um, and get a little bit lower to pick the bar up. So there's there's ways around that. And then elevating the bar also alleviates some of those, those lever issues. And as for the knee, the, the body wants to heal. It yeah. wants to heal. So by using single leg exercises, we start to stabilize the knee musculature and connective tissue, sending signals to that area that, ah, let's thicken up connective tissue. Let's heal this area up a little bit and fix the improper movement pattern that you've now been utilizing to walk around it, to sit around it. That is, you know, causing more strain on some musculature and alleviating, oh, no. atrophying yeah, yeah. other parts of the musculature. So and again, that's this, this digs all back into, we're coming almost full circle here the benefits to hiring a coach that you do trust and that does spend the time in the books and the literature and has the, the practice. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So you now get to, instead of hitting a big plateau where your injury has stopped you at, you can now progress much, much longer before you ever have to worry about any kind of plateaus in training or healing or injuries and things like that. Fair. So those are the things that you use to build a plan. Mm -hmm. um, what, you said macros, so that's the diet side of things. That's the diet side, but so, but also we have to go in on building that plan. That's that's we cover the diet, we cover the actual workouts themselves to an extent, but we have to base that off of somebody's actual lifestyle now, because okay, again, that's the other piece of yeah, it then, because again, you you have kids and you have a busy lifestyle, so 
people have it in their head that, no, I have to work out every day. I have to work out every day. You don't have to work out every day. You need a minimum of two, and I read this from Lyle McDonald a long time ago, but two, two taxing workouts per week is enough to stimulate the adaptations you need to, to maintain your, your muscle and connective tissue and lose fat if you're then on the diet side on the right kind of macro calorie track as far as that goes. So I've, I have people doing as little as two workouts a week. I have people who are doing five workouts a week because that's just where they're at in their programming and time and lifestyle. Even with the two oh, workouts? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Wow. Okay. And I saw the best results of myself with three workouts for the week. And oh, I wow. would get in and out with six sets of exercise in each one of those. So it's, it's hysterical how you know people are just pushing, pushing, pushing. And it comes down to the psychology of feeling like you were sold something that has value. So if I have five workouts for the week, no, I, I definitely got what I needed here. Except, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you're missing workouts here. You are sore as hell. You are dreading your next workout. That, uh, for me, is also one of the things that has kept me from jumping into this. Where, yeah. where I said I need to eventually is I stand all the time playing gigs and stuff. Right. And I have to load gear in and out. Mm -hmm. And if I'm super sore right. or if I hurt myself, like... I can't afford to do that stuff. Correct. I have to be able to work and perform. And, and in all honesty, I played last night uh, and uh, you were there. You, you stopped by, yep. but nailed it. We thanks. I appreciate that. But I'm still sore from the other day. Right. When we, I helped you move that pool table. We moved the pool table <laughs> from my house to his house. And I'm, my back is still sore yeah. from doing that. And so, Stand, doing that gig last night I was feeling it with a guitar wrapped around yeah. so that kind of stuff really worries me because like when I get into my season as a musician is summertime when we're playing all these outside yeah. gigs and standing for multiple days in a row multiple hours in a day and having to like it's harder to stand in place than it is oh, if yeah. I was running around moving It is, but I'm just it standing is. in place in front of a microphone so like that was one of the fears for me is hurting myself right. or just being so sore that I can't even play right because I've done that like occasionally where I'm like all right I need to start working out and I'll do like I have an ab roller and I'll start using yeah. that thing and then my arms like really sore my elbow hurts <laughs> and I'm like oh I can't I, I can't keep doing this because I can't play yeah so to say that about like fitting in the lifestyle that's a big thing for me that that's is a huge. really big deal and, and that needs to be applied to everybody that a coach comes across that that's what separates the good coaches from the bad coaches you okay. can't just hand anybody the same program. It doesn't work. And my favorite phrase ever is, is Mark Ripito in his book, uh, Starting Strength, which you know cuts through and, and teaches a lot of the compound movements via book, um, was the least amount of working out to force an adaptation. That's it. For everything you do in life, whether it's learning things or lifting or applying to, to changing your lifestyle, it's the least amount to force an adaptation. So you don't need five workouts a week. You are a, a beginning trainee when it comes to lifting weights. So you're gonna get the bare minimum. And when that stops working, now we'll change it. And then you will adapt to the new thing. And that's what, where training blocks kind of come into the mix. So I have you set up on an eight week training block where you are going to be doing this same thing. However, okay. however, if you adapt prior to eight weeks, I'm gonna be like, well, I'm not gonna play more work into this. Like the program's already designed. Like yeah, yeah, again, yeah, yeah. that's the benefit to having oh, me yeah. along the way. Be like, okay, this isn't working for you. You're not taxed enough. You're recovering quickly. 
you're progressing faster than we had expected, which is ideal and that's awesome. Now we change it up a little bit. I don't foresee that happening. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> really, I have more confidence in it. you than you have. Again, it's that's full fine. transparency. I don't, <laughs> I don't see that. <laughs> I don't. I have no idea. I'm just teasing. No. But, um, but that's interesting too. That's another thing. So, again, going back to the not having be able to shut your brain off is that's mm. something that you're going to notice that I don't have to focus on, and right. you're going to be like, hey, it looks like this isn't working, or that it's it's time to switch things up. Yeah that I don't have to be on top of. Um, I'm So that's another thing, again, with that being able to, sh- I'm really liking the, that idea. Good. And to Good. me, just having this conversation, so in uh, in full transparency to everybody out there, is a lot of this that we're lear- I'm learning on the fly yep. with you guys listening as well on purpose so that there's natural reactions and I can have these guttural reactions to what you're saying. Um, but that is one of the things that I'm, I'm that make is making me feel a little bit more comfortable with the idea Good. of like of Good. that that like all right cool oh so you're gonna handle that oh cool oh okay so that kind of makes more sense to me because I, I again worry about time worry about right. all of that with uh, with everything going on and um the the food part was a huge thing and I like that this that book the the cook once eat all week it's a 26 week. Mm-hmm. Uh, book so like I said to Becky the other day I picked it up I was like well here's our meals for the next six months <laughs> and she's like okay like that's one that we both really love food food is a, yeah. we consider ourselves foodies but they look like great meals like I was looking meals. they look awesome yeah. I was like I wanted to make them right now I started telling her with like some of the recipes and she was like I'm getting hungry I was, <laughs> they they sound great so that's just another thing to be able to just it, it kind alleviates of alleviates the decisions necessary. Yeah, yeah. but at, at least yeah, to you, give you, a you first have start. your job. I, this is my job, so yeah. let me do my job. I'm going to take care of you. That's that's the whole point. And even beyond that, just because you're handed a training block and and you're told what to do, doesn't mean we don't change things that don't resonate with you. Obviously, some things in your life are going to have to change. There's really no way around that. But I don't want you giving up the food you love. There's a way to fit everything in. I don't want you giving up, you know, eating out. I, there's there's a way to fit that in. I definitely don't want you to give up drinking. I'm a social drinker myself. There's yeah. a way to fit that in. And then again, if the, the workouts need to change days or you need a shorter workout or you're up for a longer workout, like this is, it has to be a two-way conversation. It doesn't work otherwise. I can't build a lifestyle for you without knowing what your lifestyle needs. Fair, fair. Yeah, I definitely, there's definitely foods that I cannot live without. Food is it's such an important thing to me. Absolutely. But there's stuff that I can also live without that I just it's just there because again, that idea of shutting off my brain, mm-hmm. like like I said, the candy thing that I was doing forever. But if I have other patterns and I'm like, Well no, this is my pattern, this is my routine, this is right. then that it that doesn't fit in that and I just it just won't happen, yeah. it feels like. Like and for you, me personally. You'll even find too, the first time you're like, you know what, I gotta have the candy. Let me track it first. So if you plug it in and you either make it work and you're like, okay, I'm good with this. Or if you can't, you're like, uh, I don't want to give this up later. Because if you already have your calories set for the day, your, your food plugged in yeah, yeah, yeah. a day or two ahead of time, which I tend to recommend. That doesn't mean you have really? to stick. Yeah. doesn't mean you have to stick with it. It gives you a framework to stick with. So coming up that next day, somebody shows up with donuts. Okay. Fit a donut or two in there. Don't eat the whole box. I mean, we can plan a day for that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you can fit a, a donut or two in, plug it in and pull stuff out that makes it work. That's it. And so you'll find that oh, I can make two work, but I can't make three work. I can make a couple of these Reese's cups work. I 
can't make the t- entire family size package work, which I'm done. It was oddly specific. I get that, but <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a thing with you. Yeah, it was a thing. yeah, right. I eat both. Fair. Fair. Um, <laughs> so it's it's having that framework really helps you psychologically, and knowing that you're going to have to have to track something. You're like, I don't even want to take the time to plug that in. All right, I'm good. Moving on with my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's all. Everything is an accountability aid. Everything builds off of itself to be more and more of an accountability aid to keep you on track. I, and I like it. Like I mean, who now? I mean, me personally has my phone on me at all times of the day. So oh, absolutely. It, like, I don't know if I would be able to function. I'd be sitting in a corner sucking my thumb if I ever not, didn't have my phone. <laughs> um, but having the phone and having to be able to track yeah. everything through the phone and see everything, it really does... I mean, I feel like I want to rely on my memory. I want to rely on being like, so I can just handle this. I don't have right. to, like, I'm good. Like, as a singer, try to drink a lot of water. Right. And I'm always like, yeah, I drink a ton of water. And then I think about it and I'm like, I really didn't drink that much water as yeah. I thought I did. Or I have a day where I, like, really keep track because I'm like, oh, I really did. And I'm like, I did not drink this much water the other day. <laughs> I thought I did, but yeah. I really did it. And so being able to actually see it for uh, also for me, I'm, I'm very visual. So mm-hmm. being able to see it, I'm hoping is going to be a, a benefit for me as well. It is. It's, it's really going to be a very be enlightening educational experience. I mean, it even is for me. I, yeah. I still track the majority of my intake just to keep me on track because yeah. I've got ADHD. So my dopamine receptors are all jacked up. <laughs> this is why I'll just keep eating and eating and eating. I can eat a tremendous amount of sitting. So if I don't track... I'm not going to stay on on target for most of the things that I need to stay on goal wise. It's just, and again, we're not brought up intuitively eating this, this whole principle of intuitive eating. I'm actually going to do a post on this sometime soon. Um, You can't intuit something if you haven't learned to intuit it. You know what I mean? Don't start off into intuitive eating is the, the end goal. You need to start off by tracking, learning, knowing how much stuff is coming in. And then sure, that's what you want to do go eat intuitively you know and if you find the the abs are starting to blur at that point then okay maybe we dial it back in i'm not doing great with this intuitive eating scenario most of us with all the hyper palatable foods and ease of access and getting food on the go and cheap stuff you're not going to track and you're going to go over you can't eat intuitively when it comes to that stuff all right so in closing here um i kind of when what we were just talking about i kind of want to ask you what are I'm gonna put you on the spot here. This was we didn't talk about this pre pre show. Um, so, what are some tips then for somebody who is like, can you can you bring it down? Give me three or four solid. Like, I I've decided like I'm not happy where where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I've decided I really want to make a change. Um, do I just jump right into a fitness coach, or there's some some per, some things that you can pinpoint for me that are like, this is where I would recommend to start. Like this is where I would recommend to do to begin that change, or to, do you recommend just going full out? Like, let's find a fitness coach, or just contact you on social media. By the way, what is your social media? Body by the Bear on Instagram. Body by the Bear on Instagram. Yep. Um, so if you want to hit you up on Body by the Bear, I'll answer questions answer. all damn day. Okay. Like, I, like I've said for one. Um, but is I there any tips or anything that you can? That's, I'm going to try and narrow point. it all down because, again, it's, it's yeah, like we've yeah. talked well, about like we've, we've gone so we really have. wide that, like, I want to try and focus it yeah. a little bit. And so for people who are listening and they're like, yeah, but 
I, like because I, I still feel like a paralysis by analysis. This mm-hmm. is a lot of information. It kind is. of a lot of, a lot of stuff that we went through, and I'm learning a ton. Um, in just today, this conversation, but if we're going to simplify and just say, here's a couple little tidbits. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I would say if, if you're in a spot where you can hire a coach and you're not where you want to be in life, even if it's short term, I would always recommend investing yourself for one. What do you consider short term? Like a week, two weeks, give it at least three months. Like what do you consider I, short term? I, I, I love the, the adage. I have uh, seen on Instagram a handful of times with social media. It takes four weeks for you to notice change, eight weeks for your friends, and 12 weeks for the rest of the world. I, I will not take on a client that is not going to commit to a minimum of 12 weeks. I just won't do it. So 12 weeks is what I would recommend if it comes down to a fitness change and developing some habits. Okay. So if, if you're in a spot that you're willing to do that with, go for it. You can always extend that if you're really finding you're liking it. Always invest in yourself. If you're not in a spot to invest in yourself, then start with tracking intake and, and you know, kicking up movement, you know, getting, getting those, it sounds cliche, but 10,000 steps a day is automatically gonna increase health. It just is. So find a resistance training program that you can, you can do. Uh, start tracking your intake because without data, you're, you're making guesses all the yeah, time. Yeah. So start tracking, start being accountable and start moving. And if you're not in a place to invest in yourself, you're, you're going to have to start doing the research yourself. So learn how to do major compound moves. Learn how to do them safely in your range of motion. Start working out a minimum two, two days a week. Start walking every day and start tracking your intake. If I'm going to try and keep it ultra simple. Yeah. And check out this book. I, we, we get no kickback at all from this. None. This is just a real – I was really impressed so far by this book. I have not – in I, full disclosure, I haven't eaten anything out of it yet. Um, I have a feeling I'm going to be very excited about what I eat out of it. Um, this week we'll start. So um, next week when we get back on the podcast, I will will update as to how the meals are going, how the workouts are going. We'll see if I can lift my arms or not. <laughs> um, but we just want to say thank you guys for listening. Absolutely. Um, this was a fun first step. Uh, 40 is going to be a good year. Uh, I'm looking forward to yeah. taking this journey with you, Mike, and with the rest of you guys listening. Uh, check us out on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can check out Mike again at Body by the Bear on Instagram. And you can find, if you're interested in uh, some of the music that we that I do, keystonepostcard.com. You can check that out. If you're not interested, or, you're an idiot. <laughs> or you can find it on uh, uh, Instagram. You can find us on Instagram and on Facebook as well. Uh, we appreciate you guys. If you have any questions, feel free to uh, hit Mike up at Body by the Bear. Absolutely. He will shoot you a message either back on Instagram or uh, if it's something we feel like we should discuss, we'll uh, come back and discuss. So we're just going to go through this process together um, of going from what I am now to uh, something different, the transformation process. Um, I don't even want to say like, because like I said, I was going to say flabby and thing, but like no. I am out of shape, but I, I, I like I, it's as simple. You're not where you want to be. Yeah, we're gonna get you where you do want to be, and that's exactly that's it. it. And, I, and I and I I feel like I want that to resonate with people. That it's not even that I'm like so des. I'm like oh, I'm just so like I'm just not happy here. So yeah. I will. I want to make a positive change in my life. You don't have to be at rock bottom to seek growth. Yeah, and that's kind of like like I said, we've been I've been on this path lately of just investing in myself and just trying to better 
life in general we've been decluttering we've been doing other things and this to me has kind of gone along with that and i finally got to the point after i like i said earlier about the voice thing i gained 22 pounds in the last three months and that was the straw for me that i was just like it's got to change and i want to do it right and if i'm going to do this i live such an open life with the music stuff anyway right i was like why don't we use this as some way that maybe we can inspire somebody to yeah. to follow this path so if it's if it's something you want to do you can hit us up if you want to ask me about how it's going or what decisions i've made feel free um to reach out to me but if you're interested mike you are taking new clients as well i'm sure i am I've got a few um, more spots. so, so yeah. if anybody is interested and you want to hit up mike body by the bear um i recommend so far i recommend it because it's been easy easier yeah. at this point than i thought it would be again we're only a week into it not even a full week into it we're just starting this process this is the intro of what we're going to be doing and how it's going to be going but it to me seems it's like it's something that I'm going to actually enjoy, which I've looked at other programs before. I'm like, oh, that would be so miserable to try and do that. <laughs> and I don't feel like that right now. Good. And Good. so I'm hoping it stays that way. And I'm hoping that I don't revert into that feeling. But I don't know. And if I do, we'll talk about it. We'll talk and about I it. will bring it up. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. We will be back uh, next week with another episode of Finding My Fit at 40. Uh, for Mike Bearski, I'm Victor Solis. We'll catch you next time.